What is up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the round two podcast, and I am your host, Nikki Corbett. I am very excited to have you here listening to the second episode. Um, If you listen to the first episode, it is just a intro into what we are going to be doing here, what we're going to be talking about. Um, So feel free to jump up and take a listen to that. It's only about nine minutes um, to really understand what's going to be going on here. But quick summary, round two is an idea that I had a few years ago after I went through a divorce and I thought, you know, there are so many fantastic people out here who have been going along a path in life thinking that this is their path, this is where they're going, this is what they're doing. And then something unexpected happens, whether it's a self-induced unexpected um, change, like perhaps weight loss, ending a relationship, switching careers, moving cities, or if it's something totally unexpected where you know you have a natural disaster, you lose a family member, something fantastic happens that you weren't expecting. Um, and how does that change the course of your life? How does that change the direction that you're going? And what have you learned and where are you now? Um, so I thought I would take the opportunity for this episode to talk about myself and what my round two has been where it has got me, all the little different things that have happened along the way as a result of that big decision and why I think that there are so many great stories out there similar to mine um, that are worth sharing and worth discussing. As mentioned on the last episode, I'm definitely going to be I'm sure diving all around as these conversations happen, talking about different things. I think self-improvement, self-awareness, are two of the biggest things that come along anytime there is a big change. Um, There's always so much to be learned. And I personally think that if we really take the time to, to look inward and really get to know ourselves, understand our emotions, process our emotions, process through everything that we've been through, understand what we're feeling and why we're feeling it, and really listen to our inner voices, make some changes that we can really come out on top, a new, better, refreshed version of ourselves. So that has been one of my uh, hardest journeys in life so far, but also the most rewarding. So let's dive into it. Um, For me, in middle of 2016, I was married and I decided that that relationship was no longer going to serve me. It was not serving me. And I strongly felt that my ex and I were not the right people for one another. Um, it was a very hard decision to come to. It you know, took about a year for everything to be said and done. Um, I'm not going to go into too many details about that because that's not really what the what's and the why's and the how's and the logistics of our breakup are not what I'm really here to go over. I'm really here to talk about what happened as a result of making that decision. And also because I do still love him, still respect him. We are still very good friends and a part of one another's lives. So I want to respect his privacy and all of that. Um, and hopefully if he is listening, he, you know, it is okay with me sharing what little I am sharing. Um, but yeah, going through a divorce is not something that I ever envisioned for myself. It's not something that I ever thought I would do in my life. 
Um, but I got to a point where I realized that the relationship wasn't what I was needing and wanting. And I didn't think that because I was not getting what I wanted, I know I wasn't giving what he needed. And ultimately it was time to move on. So when I did move on, um, you know, it's a, it's a big change. I had been on this path where I was married and we were living our lives in a small town and I had a job that I liked. He had a business that he owned and, um, we like to travel. We have a great dog and it just, then all of a sudden I'm living in an apartment in a city that I really didn't know too much about. Um, wasn't so far away from where a lot of my friends were, but most of my friends were back in the town that I was living in. So I had to figure out what was next for me. And during that first year, there was a handful of challenges that were um, frustrating and tough to navigate. I had some health issues. I mean, thankfully, nothing too crazy, but I was dealing with some imbalances that were very, very annoying and took about nine months to figure out. And then our dog had to have neck surgery, which was incredibly scary. Uh, thankfully he came out of it with just a little bit of a limp. Um, but it was really, really, really scary. And I can't imagine rehabbing a large dog because rehabbing a small dog was absolutely exhausting. Um, but as I moved into the following year, which was 2018, I started struggling with my job, wondering, you know, am I at the right company? Is this the right career for me at this phase of my life? Should I be looking at something different? Um, you know, made a couple of internal changes in my, in my, you know, organization. Um, but then I had a sabbatical on the horizon. So I thought, you know what, I am not going to walk away from this. I'm going to deal with everything that I'm not enjoying because I know I have this sabbatical on the horizon. So that gets us to the middle of 2019. I go on sabbatical. I have six weeks off. I spend the majority of the time traveling. I come back and within a short few weeks after being back, there was just one moment. It's always that one moment. I received an email early in the morning on a Friday. I will never forget it. The email absolutely pissed me off. I was so fucking mad. I went and worked out and I thought, well, when I get done with this workout, I will feel so much better. And I got done with the workout and I felt so much worse. I was still just as pissed off, if not more. And it was in that moment that I decided I'm done here. It's time to move on. And what was fascinating to me is that uh, it was a Friday, like I said, typically on Fridays, I would not have gone into the office. Um, but I did have to go into the office that day for a meeting because I was on a party planning committee for a, a party that we were having in December. And this was about October, I believe. Um, I went into the office and I went into this meeting and I'm sitting in a room and I'm overcome with emotion because as I'm sitting there, I'm realizing that I am letting go of the last almost 12 years of being at this company. And I am essentially saying goodbye in that moment because I knew to the depths of my soul that it was not what was next for me. It was not what I needed to be doing. And what was crazy to me is that I had thought, you know, for probably a good year and a half, is this the right place for me? 
but I didn't ever think, I don't know if I never thought I would, but I certainly didn't know when I would have the courage to make that move. And it was that day that I finally had the courage. So then it was figuring out what is next. And that was even more daunting because I had absolutely no idea what was next. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Did I want to completely change? Did I want to completely change industries? Did I want to change my physical location? Did I want to move to another state, another city? I, I really was leaving all of my options open. Um, and so I decided to go out and have conversations with a few people that I was friends with who were in different industries that I trusted, who people whose careers I admired, who I knew would be able to give me some good advice. Um, and I had some wonderful conversations. And despite that though, I didn't find much clarity there. I still was thinking to myself, but what is it that I want to do? Well, at the time I was working out at a cycle studio in downtown Sacramento and the owner of it, who was my favorite cycle instructor, he did personal training for a guy every single morning, very early in the morning. And he would post on his Instagram stories, uh, their, their banter back and forth and the different workouts that they would do. And there was a lot of shit talking and it was very funny to watch. But I remember thinking one morning as I was watching it, wait a minute, I think that guy has a pretty cool company in, in downtown. So I decided to research that company. And what was fascinating to me is it was almost the perfect marriage of my two, what I call my two prior careers, technology and real estate. Um, and lo and behold, they had a job posting on their website that was titled senior business operations manager. Now at the time at my current company, I was a business operations manager. So I thought, well, this is great because it's a step up, but it's probably a lot of things that I had already been doing. So I went down a path of applying. Um, I got some great advice from a dear friend of mine. I've since learned that that was probably the best advice I could have got because I, and what she told me to do was to go up on LinkedIn, find the recruiting manager, um, send them a note and just say, Hey, can I meet for coffee to learn about this job? So that's exactly what I did. And I got a response within 15 minutes from the recruiting manager. He was like, Hey, why don't you come down and see the office? I can tell you about the job. And I was literally so excited. I was racing up and down my hallway, jumping for joy because I thought, Oh my gosh, this is so great. I'm going to get to learn more about this job. And I really think that this could be something that I would enjoy. Um, I've since learned that said a recruiting manager does not typically respond to all of the messages on LinkedIn. I can only imagine how many recruiting managers get. And in looking back, it was the only response I got to any message that I had sent. So I imagine that's probably pretty true statement that they get so many that they're overwhelmed. Um, but I have since asked, well, why did you respond to mine? I thought it was 100% because I had mentioned that I have the world's, no, I'm sorry. How do I refer to him? The cutest dog in America. Um, but I think it was not that, even though I still think that might've played a role. Um, but he did say that it was because I didn't come in hot saying, you need to hire me. I'm the perfect person for this job. It was more, I was like, Hey, I'd like to learn about it. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? So anyone listening who's out looking for a new job, try that approach because it worked for me. 
Um, long, long interview process short, I ended up getting this new job and, um, it's now almost been three years. I will say that the job is absolutely not what I thought it was going to be, which is a blessing in disguise because had it been listed out as what it actually is, I probably would not have had the guts to apply. I might have, but I might not have. Um, but because it was advertised in the way that it was, I went in very confident and like, yep, I know I can do this. Um, and now I have been, I've been doing it for almost three years. When I tell you that this company is amazing, it is absolutely amazing. And on top of that, I think that it was the biggest blessing for me to start at this company in January of 2020, because as we all know, uh, the world shut down the middle of March of 2020 and everything changed. Um, what I did have going for me when we ended up sending the whole company home to work for quote two weeks was that I had already spent, I had already spent time working remotely, um, with my prior company. So I was no stranger to working at home alone in my house. Um, but I'm so thankful because this job is so challenging. It is, it does take up a lot of time and we had a lot of chaos and craziness and things to manage through during that first few weeks of the pandemic. So for me, that was my biggest pivot. That was my biggest round two. And now my life is going in a direction that I absolutely love. I've made so many new friends. Um, I have worked alongside so many wonderful people in strategizing in figuring things out in trying new things and just saying, Hey, let's go for it and see what works. We've succeeded. We've failed. We've certainly failed more times than, uh, I wish we would have, but we've learned so much. And I truly believe that failures are our best teachers. Um, so that's kind of my like big round two moment was making that career change. Um, but then I think that the second one has been, and they really go hand in hand, um, is a, a big lesson in vulnerability. Um, I'm now the strongest believer that being vulnerable is a power. It's a superpower. And the more that we are comfortable sharing who we are and sharing our fears, sharing our disappointments, sharing our weaknesses with other people, allowing other people to help you when you're hurting, allowing other people to be there for you when you're down. Um, I think that those things really mean a lot and it really helps you grow into the person that you are supposed to be. Um, I, I have not always been the most vulnerable person. In fact, I would, I would air, or I would, I would beg to say that I was probably not very vulnerable up until I decided that it was time to end my marriage. Um, I had always been the friend that people would come to and ask for advice. I very rarely followed the advice that I was giving. Um, but I also was very close to the vest about big things that were going on in my life that I was finding difficult or challenging. Um, and then when I made that decision to end my marriage, 
I finally started sharing things with some friends about what, what I was feeling, what was going on and why I felt that we were not right for one another. Um, as I've, you know, moved through the last now almost six years, or it's been a little over six years, um, I have had ups and downs of vulnerability. Um, I think last, last year, last October was another pivotal moment for me from a vulner- vulnerability perspective. Um, I had to swallow my pride a bit at work. Um, I think, you know, we had gone down a path, we'd had some failures and a couple of them just really rocked me to a place where I was like, man, this is, this is not, this is not going the way that I wanted it to. And I did kind of revert back to an older version of me and shut down a bit. Um, but then I had a conversation with my boss in October and I decided, you know what, I got to just lay it all out there and go for it. And shortly thereafter, I had another big change in my life. Um, I had been in a relationship and I decided that that relationship was not going to work for me anymore. And so I ended it. Um, when the first couple of weeks after I ended it, I was rather surprised at how I was handling it. I thought maybe this isn't going to be so tough for me to get over after all. Um, fast forward another week and actually another two weeks. And, um, I realized, oh no, this is going to be very hard. I have never experienced pain that manifested itself physically like that before. And it was a true moment for me where I was in so much pain that I physically and I couldn't, I couldn't not talk about it. So I found myself in uncharted territory because I was in so much pain that I had never experienced before. And then I had no, I had no filter and I was unable to not talk about it because it hurt so much that I couldn't bottle it all up inside. So I was dealing with not only the pain, but then I was also dealing with the fact that I was being so vulnerable to so many people that in a lot of cases, I normally wouldn't be that vulnerable with. And so I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that I'm sharing things with people that I'm crying in front of people that I had never and probably would never have done that in front of. Um, but guess what? All those people are amazing and they love me and they care about me and they don't think any less of me because really at the end of the day, we're all human and we all have emotions and we all go through shit that sucks and it's hard and it's totally okay to cry and to share and to be vulnerable because none of us are perfect and none of us are made of steel and none of us, you know, haven't gone through shit that sucks. That is, you know, hard to deal with and having people to be there to listen to you and to hug you and to drink wine with you and to make you laugh is really just what matters. So I would say the last 
gosh, we're in the middle of September. How are we already in the middle of September? Like where the fuck has this year actually gone? I, I can't believe it. It's like on one hand I can, because I look back to January, February, and March and some very interesting things that happened over the course of those months while I was going through like the stages of grief over this relationship. Um, but also like what we're in September, like, and it's, we're already here. Like, wasn't my birthday just yesterday? Um, but no, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, I would say over the last probably really like six, seven months, I have been on this self-awareness, self-improvement journey. And really the other day I realized that we all go through things in life and we have these different versions of ourselves that emerge after trans, after change, right? After transformation, after big events, small events, we're constantly learning and growing and evolving. And I think that if we are self-aware enough as we're going through all of these things, we end up better versions of ourselves. Um, for me, the, the, the last few months have felt like I was putting back together the puzzle of myself, but it wasn't an old puzzle. It was a new puzzle, but with all these different pieces of who I am and who I want to be and where I want to go. Um, and just last week I felt like I put the last piece of that puzzle in place and it has been the most liberating, most freeing feeling since then, because I, I even laughed. I think it was just, it was, it was, it was just this morning I was walking down the hallway and I thought to myself, I'm all cried out. I don't have any more tears. Like I, I feel like I've been so incredibly emotional over the past six months. And I mean, gosh, as somebody who is emotional, I mean, I'm a Pisces. So if you follow astrology at all, if you pay attention to any of that stuff, Pisces are notoriously emotional people. I, I, I admit it. I own it. I actually think it's one of the greatest things about me that I am so emotional, but I mean, it's been emotion on high. So my friends, if you've, if you're still listening, you know who you are and you know, I love you to death because you have there are a handful of you who have been there for me and seen way more tears <laughs> than I promise you'll ever see again, hopefully. But yeah, it's been an interesting journey, but to have that, that feeling like the puzzle is complete for now makes me really, really stoked. And I think that's also why I finally felt confident to put this podcast out into the world and start having these discussions and sharing more about myself and my life and my journey and like who I am, where I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap that up there because I am still getting the hang of this, um, trying to keep a certain flow to what I'm doing and what I'm talking about, but also, um, still a little unsure of, of this new world that I'm diving into, but I am really stoked. I, now that there's going to be two of these published out there, um, I've been reaching out to folks to get them signed up to have conversations with me. Cause I think having some banter will be really, really exciting. Although I will say sitting here and talking, uh, just 
basically to myself by myself is way easier than I thought it was going to be. And I realize it's because I talk to myself all the time anyway. So this is just a longer conversation out loud with myself than my normal, my normal daily banter. So anyway, um, the link is in my bio for all of the places you can listen. If you want to subscribe to TikTok, to Instagram, if you want to give a review, um, subscribe, all of the things, I would love it. And as always, if you would like to share this with somebody and, or if you, or anyone you think about in your life, you think would be somebody who would be fun to come and talk to and, um, have a great conversation with me. I would love to have it. Please reach out. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week and we will talk to you next week.